in addition to preaching and teaching the Bible for a couple of decades myself, I listened to a lot of Bible teaching and preaching from others. Like a lot of Christians I know and a lot of pastors I know, I subscribe to a number of podcasts from other churches and it's pretty consistent that people within my church will send me messages to listen to. Typically, they'll be asking my thoughts on them. And a couple of years ago, two messages from two different pastors at two different churches showed up in my podcast feed within a week of each other, and both of them were on the topic of singleness. Now, I want to say at the outset that the messages on singleness were pretty good. I don't have necessarily any major theological issue with them. And I would even agree with several of the observations and applications made by the pastors who gave these messages. But I did find the tone and the underlying sentiment of the messages to be a little bit fascinating. Both of the messages started from Matthew chapter 19, which is what I was reading from this morning. And they were preached predominantly to crowds of 20 and early 30-something unmarried. They were preached to single people mostly. Both of the messages were promoting what the pastors called a theology of singleness. And effectively, they were both arguing for the blessedness of singleness. They both seemed to aim at encouraging those single individuals within the church to see their singleness as, they, they basically said, a preferable way to live. And one of them made the claim that singleness may actually be better than marriage in the kingdom. Personally, when looking at Jesus's words on marriage and on eunuchs in Matthew 19 and Paul's teaching on being married or unmarried in 1 Corinthians 7, I think that it is a bit of a stretch to conclude that lifelong singleness is preferable and perhaps better than marriage. Furthermore, it, it does come across as a little disingenuous to teach the blessedness of singleness for the king and his kingdom when you are a pastor that has been married before you were even 20. Now, in saying all that, I think it's worth acknowledging that not everyone will be married. Yes, there will be people within society and within the church who remain single throughout their lives. There are some within the church who are, shall we say, called to singleness. But in my experience, my observation, this is a very small group. But there is an important place for those who remain single within the body of Christ. But again, let's acknowledge that the, that is an incredibly small group of people, an extreme minority. Additionally, having taught a lot of young single individuals in more than 15 years of teaching in college settings, the vast majority of those that are at that single stage of life do not so much need teaching on the value of lifelong singleness in the kingdom and the blessedness of it so much as they need teaching on how to make themselves the kind of person that is ready for marriage and the kind of person who would be a good husband or a good wife. There, there are some, indeed, that will remain single. And those that are single are, as the Apostle Paul would say, less encumbered. But that does not negate the fact that Hebrews 13 says that marriage 
is honorable or marriage is good. Or as we see in Matthew 19, that from the beginning, God created us as male and female. And that as a result, a man should leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. This is God's design. And there is no such thing as society or culture without this. A a worldview and culture that is influenced by the Bible should place a high value on marriage and monogamy. And anthropologically speaking, cultures that highly value marriage and monogamy do better in the long term than those that do not. The teaching on the blessedness of singleness, it, it may be an encouragement to those that are single, but I would suggest that it is less of a product of the high value or importance of singleness as revealed in the scripture, as much as it is the result of a culture that is increasingly giving up on monogamy and marriage, like our culture is. And that is not in the long term going to be good for our society. Marriage, as the Bible puts it forth, is good. And if you are a young, single individual, you should be doing your best to be ready for the likelihood that you will be married one day. And if you are a follower of God, then you should aim at remaining sexually pure until that time comes. And recognize that it is more likely that you will be married than that you will remain single throughout your entire life. Marriage is good. As God designed marriage, it is essential for procreation, but it is also intended for pleasure. It brings provision and partnership to both the man and the woman that are joined together in marriage. It is a picture of the oneness relationship that God desires to have with his people And it gives men and women a shelter of purity from sexual immorality. And it also provides a much needed purifying sanctification in the lives of those united in marriage. So, biblically speaking, is singleness good? Yes. But marriage is good too. And I'm convinced that God has significant purpose in it. Something to think about. I'd love your feedback in the comments below. Tomorrow, episode 100. We'll see you then.